Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Welcome to Catch the Moment Podcast. I'm your host, David Tyree. Back for another episode, and I'm really excited about this one, y'all. We're going to get right where we need to go on your process and journey to get great done. This week, I got with me a true legend in New Jersey, in the fitness industry, in the bodybuilding industry, the one and only Rich Gaspari. Thank you for coming on, fam. Uh, thank you. I'm really happy to be here on the show. I know it was a little late. Oh, but, man. <laughs> but we're here, and I'm glad to be here. Listen, man, there's, there's certain people that are not only just well worth waiting on, <laughs> but, um, you know, this, this is really an honor. Like, it's, it's, I'm not like this. I'll be honest, like, I'm not like t- super duper astute in the fitness industry and the bodybuilding world, but I actually had heard of your name. I didn't, it was like, you know, you know, you hear stuff in passing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and I'm like, and so when I'm, when somebody mentioned Rich Gaspar, I'm like, okay. Then I look up the resume, I'm like, oh, snap. So, nah, man, thanks a lot, um, uh, you know, a, just for hanging out. It's with a me. pleasure. And I, you know, I, I'm not a huge football, you know, there you go. fan, but I do watch Super Bowls and, you know, watched all the Super Bowls and the, and the catch that you did, you know. Bro. It was amazing. So for one Jersey guy, Montclair yep. to Edison, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we're here, man. So I always ask, we always like to get this off the test. If you were watching the Super Bowl, we'd like to get the recollection. Where were you when you saw the helmet catch? And what was your memory? Any story? If you, you know, reaction, whatever you got. From I was actually at a party. That my brother had, they, we, my brother always had Super Bowl parties. So it was at, we were at that you know, party that, yeah, home, yeah, yeah. that home party with the big screen, and, no doubt. and that's where I watch. I'm a big Giants fan because I'm here from Jersey. Respect. I've actually watched, you know, two of the Super Bowls. One of them was the one that was in Indianapolis. That was that, later that I went to the Victor Cruz. Yeah, yeah, I went to that. I went to that game as well. Okay, but yours was a you know a great a great moment, a great game. That other one in, that was in Indianapolis. That was a great game. Both Giants won. Both home we won. Always good when the Giants. It's win. something about the, the Patriots with Giants, isn't it? I don't know. It's, it's, it's that Boston New York <laughs> rivalry. It's intense, you know. Like, I, but it's I was, almost like you guys have a curse on them. Oh, no, we, 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 we got the recipe. Yeah, I know. You know, Chef Eli cooking up the recipe, man. Yeah. So, um, nah, man. Obviously, that was that was that was my moment, and of course, that's really what the theme is. When you have a moment of moment of success, you've established something, you get into the journey. So, when I think about you, you've had a lot of a lot of accomplishments through your professional career as a, as a bodybuilder. You've been a leader in the fitness industry. You know, what would you say is the defining moment of your career? And, and, and talk about that a little bit. Well, in, in bodybuilding career, the, the first time that, you know, bodybuilding is way different. First of all, it's a very cultish kind of sport. Uh-huh. Everybody knows about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You know, that's the first time, you know, when I saw Pump and Iron, that's what really made me a big fan. And I seen these guys, I was this like skinny kid. Yeah. And I looked at these guys and they looked like superheroes to me because they had all this muscle. And I was like, I want to do that. It's crazy. And, you know, it was funny because, you know, I'm from the 80s. And, and back then, you know, reading muscle magazines wasn't really cool. Like I was hanging pictures on the wall. No and my mom's going like, what are these pictures you meant on your wall? <laughs> but What's I was going on right What's going on? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I was just... No. <laughs> But anyways, it was, it was, you know, I was, I was a big fan of just, you know, bodybuilding. And since the age of 12, I wanted to be a bodybuilder. You know, my, my friend 
I was hanging out with my friend playing, you know, catch, and I went into his basement and I saw these stacks of magazines and pictures yeah. of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Franco Colombo, Lou Ferrigno, who played yeah. the Incredible Hulk. And when I looked at those magazines, I looked at these guys, I'm like, man, these guys are superheroes. How can I be like them? Oh. And I just started reading everything, you know, from 13, 14. I was still too young. Yeah. I started training about 14 years old and I knew my destiny that I was going to be a pro bodybuilder before anything, you That's know, happened. Crazy. I just knew it was going to happen. And bodybuilding, a lot of it is about genetics. You okay. know, you have to have good genetics. You know, one of the guys that was my rival, my, my good friend, my mentor was Lee Haney. That's the guy I went against. He won eight Mr. Olympias. He beat Arnold's record. I moved to California Ooh. at 20 years old. You know, I was competing in all the local shows in New Jersey. Uh -huh. And I was winning all the, the local shows. Crushing and, it over here in the yeah, United States. But, you know, and I was 19, 20. And, and what they were saying to me is like, listen, you're a big fish in a little pond. If you really want to be someone, you got to move to California. Mm, and got at it. the time, it was a moment. I was actually a pre-med student at Rutgers University. And I, was and I was going to college, and, and I, I was, was already two, two years into college, and what happened was is I had to make a decision. I got offered a job to go move to California to work at this gym, but it was also my opportunity to be there. And back then, Joe Weider was the guy who you know, was in charge of all the bodybuilding yeah. magazines, muscle and fitness, flex. Okay. So I decided to move to California on a whim, and I told coast my to and I told my parents. I said, if I move to California, I want one year. If I don't turn pro in one year, I go back and I'll finish college. Gotcha. But so when, I struck a deal. But I made a deal with my parents. I moved to California. Yeah. And I was on a mission. You know, I I knew I was out there for a reason. I couldn't let my parents down. So. I was working in a gym in the valley, in the San Fernando Valley, and I met a lot of pro bodybuilders. And for me, it was like, now I'm in, I'm in with all yeah. people that were better than me or that I need to, to rival against. Gotcha. And, and I was training like a maniac, and, and the guy that I told you, Lee Haney, saw me train. It's before he won Mr. Olympia, and Lee, Lee Haney goes to me, he's like, you're, you're like an animal frothing at the mouth. He goes, I want you to be my training partner. Now, he was already <laughs> pro. Okay. I was still amateur. I saw the opportunity to train with this guy and him to teach me as my mentor to be the next big pro. pro. That year, I competed. He was competing for the Mr. Olympia to be, because he came in third in his first try in a Mr. Olympia. Nice. I was competing to win back then, to win the Nationals or the Mr. America in the Mr. Universe. You yep. have to win those two titles to go then to become pro. Ooh. I trained with Lee Haney at that time. Him and I, it was like, you know, iron sharpens iron. We're both... We're at each other, and we made ourselves, the improvements that we made were unbelievable. Well, that year, he won his first Mr. Olympia, mm. and I turned pro. Oh. From that point, I, I did my mission. I told my parents I was going to turn pro. I moved back to Jersey, but I was going to go back to college. But what happened with bodybuilding, the way you make your careers, you do seminars, exhibitions. Sure. You start traveling around. I started getting, you know, traveling around the world. That's when I knew I made it. I was I was traveling everywhere. I was traveling Tahiti, Australia. So I was on a plane. I just, you know, I turned pro and I was on a plane. I was in an airport in New Zealand and I had somebody run up to me. You're Rich Gasparri. And I'm like, this guy recognizes me, That's you know, all the way. And I said, man, I made it, you know. And, it, and like I said, it's a cultish sport. A lot of people read those magazines. Yeah. You'd be surprised. The people that read those magazines that are fans of bodybuilding. And I, I mean, that guy's like Sylvester Stallone. That's a, yeah. you know, that's a fan. I went to a show recently and I saw Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. And Big Shaq came Big up Diesel. to me and he goes, 
wow, you're Rich Gasparri, you know, and he follows bodybuilding. That there is, is another guy. This dude follows everything. <laughs> I know. Well, he tried to be a bodybuilder. But, Got it. But, but it was just cool to see, like, the, you know, these really famous people that were really into yeah. seeing this, you know, bodybuilding sport. So it was a great ride, you know. I And when I told you before, I said it's a very, it's a genetic-driven sport, meaning you have to have certain type of genetics to build up your body a certain way yeah. you have, to have a small waist you have to have a wide clavicle and for me i was a i was a short italian guy and a lot of, <laughs> and a lot of these and a lot of these guys are very tall lee haney's so, tall got it you know so so even from just the the visual the visual kind of even puts you at advantage because height yeah and, and build just just kind of goes so far so the guys that are born with what's called a wide clavicle wide shoulder girth yeah, you know, small waist. Those are the guys that do really well. Yeah, you know, in bodybuilding, I, I had a little bit of a wider waist, but what I what I could do is I could get more shredded. That means more ripped than any bodybuilder at that time. I set a standard in the sport to be the most ripped bodybuilder, and the conditioning that go. I would the conditioning I was in set a new standard. I was the first bodybuilder to have what's called striated glutes. Basically, my butt was what my butt was striated. You know. <laughs> So from, stuff is fantastic. from that point, I, and you know, all the rest of bodybuilding had to follow suit because I set a new standard in the sport. Dang I man. became so good in, you know, in the sport that I, I, I only could, the only guy I couldn't beat was Lee Haney. Yeah. Who, like I said, beat Arnold Schwarzenegger's record. I got three times second in that show, God, a man. third place, a top five. And I did that for seven all years. Right, so if you had to choose one, cause I want, I want, I want your favorite moment. You're in the hall of fame. You're in, you're an Arnold Classic Lifetime Achievement Award winner. You're Muscle Beach Hall of Fame. What, 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 if you had to choose one of your accomplishments, what would it be? I, I think the year I won the Arnold Classic, you know, that was a big show because what Arnold did is he actually invited me. It was the first time he ran that show. Okay. And he knew I was one of the top bodybuilders at that time. So he actually invited me to the Tonight Show with Jay Leno to be Get on the, the show. Get out of here. So I went, I went to the Tonight Show to go to that, you know, to, you know, to publicize that show that was coming up. So I said, That's well, crazy. Arnold believes in me that I'm going to win that show. I got to make sure I win that you show. Make sure you deliver. So I, you know, I, that was a really cool moment. Then to be in that show and to win the first Arnold, it's, it, you know what I'm saying? It's something in history to be the first winner of the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic that's been run many, many years. And what's really mm -hmm. surreal is I was the first winner. And then years later, I get the lifetime achievement award by Arnold Schwarzenegger by what I've been able to contribute to the sport after retirement with my company, Gaspari nutrition. Yeah. So it continued on to get that also was a great moment because it was like, wow, I'm not only the bodybuilding athlete, but now I'm the ambassador to be able to contribute much more. You know, I've helped a lot of athletes, yep. um, other bodybuilders to help them with their career. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, it's like I said, it's a very niche kind of sport that, you know, it's not like football or basketball or baseball. Well, trust me, y'all taking over. I mean, like we're in the age of, you know, that's, that's kind of leads me into one of my next questions is like, you're in the age of social media now where, this is full time. It's full time for so many different people now. Not at this, you know. The, what is it, the IFBB? Or? IFBB is the head, you know, professional bodybuilding league. The NPC National Physique Committee is the go. amateur. Got you. So you know, like now, you, you know, folks are just in the gym. They got the camera set up. So you know, it's, it's on so many different levels. Obviously, you're yeah. doing. You're talking about the actual sport, but there's so many. So what I think about with you, I'm like, man. You you were doing this before this was 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> before there was social media, before yeah. anybody yeah. could go to the gym and, and create a business yeah. and put a nutrition plan together and, and create an online business. So, like, is there respect? I want you, like, because now everybody, it's almost like I actually heard this interesting little blurb where some kid who's like, he's like the DJ, and it was like, they kind of like disrespect the pioneers, right? So, yeah. is, is that a thing within, within y'all in the fitness and bodybuilding community where are you seen as that 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 pioneer and is there respect with some of these new oncoming you know they, they have so much more business acumen just because there's you, people like yourself so how's, I, it, how's that experience for you you know it's funny it's like after i guess i was saying is, is am i just getting old you know because now i'm <laughs> 59 years old and you know there is this new like the new breed of bodybuilders that have come up today actually really respect what we've done mm. 30 years ago they look at it you know and they say like wow we are the pioneers to the sport we're the guys you know arnold was the first to really bring bodybuilding out yeah and when he brought it out it was really a sport that it was, you know it was a sport where you really couldn't make money there was yeah. no money to be made the, the the winner of the arnold Schwartz, i'm sorry that arnold would get mr olympia was a thousand dollar check which you really couldn't live on that <laughs> From so that went from a hundred thousand dollars. I'm sorry, one one thousand dollars to like a million dollars today. That's wow. how much you can you know million dollar in prize money in there the Mr. Olympia. So there is there is more money involved in the sure. sport. And when it when it came from the Arnold level, because he's he's about twenty years before me. Yep. It my my era was the era of, of making money where we did these things called exhibitions. We would travel around the country, around the world, and show off our bodies at these different smaller shows and be the guest poser. We call us the guest poser. We'd make thousands of dollars, and then we would do seminars. Seminars, we'd be at a gym that I'd get hired, talk yep. about how I eat, how I train, Got the it. supplements I take for all the other bodybuilders that, or younger bodybuilders, aspiring bodybuilders that want to sure. learn from us. Got it. So I was able to make a really good living yeah and then actually get as you should and act and it got sponsorship from like weeder um you know where you're gonna give me hundreds of thousands of dollars to be a sponsor so between that doing exhibitions seminars all of that was like actually showing me how to be a business person because got it. you know no it's fantastic like it's, it's, it's interesting because obviously that even that happens in the nfl you got you know the early early generations of of, of athletes where you know there was there wasn't that much to be gained. They were playing for the passion, and you know only an owner's gain. My era, there was lots of opportunities, but there was still like the hierarchy, like you know, and I think it's like you know you got the big dogs, and now everybody in the, in the current state of, of the National Football League, everybody understands that they're a brand. Everybody, every athlete understands that they're a business. So um, I had to th I had to think about this man because you know you're you're so accomplished, and and, and thank God the respect is there. I mean, but I, you're, I know you're a fierce competitor, right? So you got the mindset. Yeah. How how was that for you? With all the commitment, you you didn't win the big one. You're, you're going up against your your mentor. Like, how did you have to internalize that? Because yeah, everybody's in it to win it. Yeah. So how was that internally? How did you personally deal with that? With that kind of grind that you're in it. Like, I'm, I'm one of the best in the world, but I can't get over the hump and win the big one. I, I never once would go in a show to think that I was gonna lose. I always went into the show to win. So no matter what, yeah. even though, you know, you know, I had 
you know, the what do they call the experts saying he's got better genetics, he's got this. I would always say, you know what, I'm going to go on that show the best that I can be, the best Rich Gasparri can be. Whatever that is, Yep. Is, but I'm going there as a winner. I'm going to go there as a winner. If I go there as a winner, whatever the outcome of the judges, you got to remember, it, you know, it's different from football that, you know, the guy who scores the most touchdowns are the guys that yeah. win, win the game. Bodybuilding is subjective. It's the guy who looks, uh. it looks at your body and who's got the best body. Here's another thing. When you had Lee Haney, who had multiple wins, it's really hard to knock off the king. You know, he's the guy who's the, you know, who's already the winner. So he's got to mess up. And, you know, I had a joke between me and Lee. I said, Lee, you know, if you just mess up a little bit, I'm right there. I, I respect you. I love you. But I want to beat you. That's good. That's <laughs> and, so good. That's so and good. He, he was, and he, you know, he always said, he called me Rich the Itch. He goes, this guy, <laughs> I know I got to be at my best because if I'm off, he can beat me. He's it's coming. a possibility because anybody, you know this, the best of the best can be beaten. There you go. And, and, Come on, bro. And, and it doesn't matter. So for me, I went in that show with every inkling of being the winner and, you know, in, in, in the sport of bodybuilding, there's different aspects of it. Of course, it's your physique. Sure. You're going out to show off. It's also your presentation. Yep. It's your appearance. Yep. It's, you know, it's how you act on stage. You know, if you're very confident. Yeah. You know, I would beat guys so much, you know, even better than me genetically, but because... I had this outward like confidence. Tell him you had that jersey swag, That's Rich. What it was. You had that <laughs> just smiling, popping yeah. them guns. So I was always there <laughs> as a winner, and you know I believe in you know positive thinking. Sure, has got me very far in life, and and of course you can have positive thinking, but you got to do the work. Yeah, and anything you do, you know, I spent hours in the gym, hours yeah. posing tanning making sure my skin look pretty you know it's it's yeah it's it's a beauty contest i'm not gonna say it's a beauty contest but it, you, you know it's an appearance contest there you go and you gotta look your best you know against these guys that are doing the same thing you know have, yeah. who are pushing themselves but never once did i go into the olympia to say hey i know luhan he's gonna win I was like, I go to Lee, I'm out to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was. No, so you got the championship mindset ultimately, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like the mindset of a winner is, and, and listen, I was never a starter in the NFL, but I was always prepared to make the play. I was always prepared. I said, when my opportunity comes, I'm going to make the play. That's the only thing I can control. So it sounds like you had that winning disposition. Like I control the controllables. And now, like I said, I, I just had to think about them. Like this dude was, it was a boss. And it's like he was never able to hoist the biggest belt that he was working for. So I know that when you're a competitor, it's like it's like you know you you you, you know you feel good, but you yeah. go home you're like. Oh, I, I so and, and I got three times. It was only like once. It was yeah. three three times. Buffalo pushing, Bills, you yeah, know? <laughs> trying trying to beat this guy. Yeah, and you know I look at it now. I look at it and I'm like, wow, you know. I push myself to the limit to be the best against the very best. The very best. You know, it's not like. Like I said, he beat the record to be the best bodybuilder of all time. There's only one guy that tied his record. I don't know if you know the guy, Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. So he tied his record. But still, you know, I look at the sport of what I accomplished. And I said, man, I did pretty well for a guy that came from Bro. Jersey that said on, that man. I didn't have the potential to come be on, a champion. On, I did everything I could to be the best. <laughs> and you know what? I, I look at life that way. If you put every effort into life, you know, everyone looks at life and, you know, it's how you look at it. If you're looking to be a winner, you will be a winner. No matter what uh, the outcome, 
you know, if, if you don't try in anything, you know that you're not going to be successful. But if you take <laughs> every part of what you want to do yeah. to be successful, you will be successful. Boom. Rich, you're giving them the gems, man. You're giving them the gems. So, you know, injury is basically what kind of instigated your um, transition out of the professional side of bodybuilding. How did you handle that mentally and emotionally? Because technically you were still in a great position to, to compete at a high level. And I know that athletes in transition you know, especially even more so today, really emotionally challenged. You got identity stuff. So how did you handle that um, mentally, emotionally? And what was part of your like ecosystem? Well, like? it, it was hard because, you know, I was in my, I was still in my prime. I was in my <laughs> early thirties. I still could have, you know, if I didn't get my injury, with basic what happened is I ruptured a disc in my neck, yeah. herniated disc, caused the nerve basically to get shut down on my right side. So what happened was, of course, bodybuilding is a, an image sport. My mm -hmm. my right side muscles were atrophying, so I couldn't compete no more. So <clears throat> I sat there when this when this injury happened. First of all, I don't know if you know about ruptured discs. It's a very not, painful. Not, yeah, very, not a lot, but I know they're painful. And very painful, especially, you know, you, you hear about sciatic that goes down your yep. leg. This is a brachial radial nerve. It goes down your arm. So Ooh. the pain... I wanted to chop off my arm because it was such a painful, uh, a painful thing. And I didn't want to get the surgery because they fuse your, if you hear about, I don't know if you heard, like you saw the Ronnie Coleman story, he, he's fused every disc in his body and he's Ooh. like, he's I got saw, a rod. I saw, I, saw, I saw the thing on Netflix and yeah, he's obviously. A, a rod down his back and it's, I didn't want to fuse my neck. And at the time I said, I'm going to let the, the, the herniation shrink. I knew that my career was over, but here's the thing. When I was in bed, I was bedridden because it was so painful. I was sitting there. I said, what am I going to do? I was making money for my body. I no longer can make money for my body. How am I going to do it? Yeah. How am I going to use my brains? There you, you go. Know, you know, do hey, bro, this, this is it right here, athletes. This is it. <laughs> so while I was sitting in bed, I, you know, one of the things that may be one of the best bodybuilders is I was really... Uh, big in nutrition nutrition okay. for me was one of the most important aspects that had me ahead of my competitors i mm. studied diet nutrition supplementation anything to give me an edge mm. so at that time there wasn't a lot there was creatine branch chains yeah desiccated liver but anything that i had out there b vitamins choline isotope i studied all the supplements it was on it and Doing all that, I, that's what gave me the edge. I okay. said, I, I, I had a ha, it's called an aha moment in bed. I uh, said, you know what I got to do is I'm going to sell supplements. You know, oh. I want to make my own brand using my own name. Yeah. And I'm going to get it to the other athletes. But, you know, Gasparian Nutrition was a brand that was going to be sold to other bodybuilders because I wanted to take the guesswork out of, supplementation at that time it was still relatively new i if you look now there is tons of products out there as you yeah know. tons of so when i started it i was looking at different categories of what to do you know what to make you know i was the first i don't know if you know this there's a lot of pre-workouts out there oh god yeah. i was the first one of Get the first out of here. super pump 250 if you guys have looked up, that's one of that's the all I hear about for yeah. the last eight years pre workout. But but my pre workout is when the pre workout. I was the first to start the pre workout category. Yo, that's crazy. You know, so there was another brand called No Explode. Um, they also it was called BSN was the brand. They were okay. in red cans. I was in a blue can, 
And what happened was it became a very, you know, I'm competitive because I'm a competitive bodybuilder. So when I got into this competition against this, you know, rival company, they used to do this thing called, you know, the wall of red. So I would go into the store and said, hey, I want to buy that wall of red. I'm going to put in all the blue cans. So I would buy out their wall and put in my blue cans and I would say, (laughs) and I would say waves, blue waves, knock out walls. So, you, was get, you, was, you was going in on the combat yeah, guerrilla warfare. I was going into guerrilla warfare. Now, this is business. It's a different, yeah. it's a whole different thing. And we started just, you know, this, the competitive rivalry in business is even bigger than bodybuilding or any any sport because now it's about money. Boom. So, you're, you, you know, I, I went right into competitive mode and I got really good at it, you know, in business, you know, because I used the same attributes of what I did in the sport and just put it into, you know, the business aspect. Big dog is hunting. All right, so you was playing 100% blood sport. Um, all right, so talk to me a little bit about Gaspari Nutrition. It's obviously been established for, for quite some time. Yes. Um, where, where's the evolution of it right now? What are you most excited about? I continue to grow the brand. You know, there's been a lot of changes. When I started it, the, the you know, the, the brand was sold through magazines. Mm-hmm. You, you go to these trade shows like the Mr. Olympia, the Arnold Classic, the local shows sure. to get the brand out. Today, it's a totally different world. It's all through social media. Gotcha. You know, you have to be big on Instagram, Facebook. And, you know, I had to be very big on there. And, you know, I have a good following because I'm on there constantly. You're a beast. Yeah. And from there, you know, doing things like Google ads, Facebook ads, learning how to do what's called direct to consumer, you know, selling products off your website. Sure. So I had to, I had to evolve in, in anything. This is, this business evolves and it just, if you stay in the same way you ran your business, you're going to, you're going to fail. So what I was able to do was evolve the business well and grow it, and growing it differently. And that's what we're constantly doing. Another thing is constantly making new products. By coming up with new products, you know, not the same old, same old, you get people excited to, you know, to use the brand. And it's still very exciting to me. There's so much, when I, when I started it and today, there is just so much research on development of supplements. I just developed a line because now I'm in my fifties and I'm going, you know, getting older, you know, I've had a lot of issues like, you know, joint pains, you know, I, I, you know, unfortunately over a year ago, I had to get a stent put into my heart. heart. I went... I went for, you know, I went to go to a cardiologist, but I found out genetically, you know, through my family, my grandfather died at 56, my uncles died at 60. Mm-hmm. And what I found out that I had, um, you know, hardening of the arteries in one of my arteries, I had 70% blocked. I caught mm-hmm. it in time, got on meds, yep. started using products to help lower my cholesterol. Excellent. So I developed this product line, like I told you, called Gaspari Ageless. Gaspari Ageless is a, a, an evolution of Gaspari Nutrition. I have, I have products for pain. I have Excellent. pain relief cream. I have heart pro, you know, products for the heart to increase blood flow, prostate issues, all these things that happen game, to you when you get old. Game plan. I love it. <laughs> so, all right, so like you, you, you get that. I mean, like, so, you know, like we talk about pivoting in life, pivoting and honestly staying relevant in the midst of, trend, you know, um, transitions, generational movements, you've, you've, you've endured it all. What are the defining, what would you say are the defining attributes that you've hinged your success on professionally and in business? My attributes? Yeah, like what are, you know, what are some of those things that make you unique? You know, those, you know, like. I, I think one of them is, first of all, I have a never give up attitude. Mm-hmm. I never, I never give up on anything. 
um, having a positive aspect in life is Good. another thing. Also, listening to you know the in, you know now that I'm a leader, listening to the people that work for me. You know the new generation, oh, the, the new generation of people out there. Because what happens? You think you know everything, but you don't. <laughs> you know that <laughs> we were talking yeah. earlier about you know trying to deal with teenage kids, and you know I have a teenage <laughs> daughter, and it's a very difficult thing to deal with. You know, deal with. But you got to try to understand and be in their shoes, like this is good, you know, or study it. But but what I did is I I just basically you know studied the industry of Next today thing. as comparison to what it was back then. And a lot of companies, what makes them fail is they try to stay with the same formula they did, say, 10, 15 years ago. The, right now, business evolves year by year. Year it, by it's, year. It's very the different. The speed. The speed. The speed. You know, what, what's made the speed so much is, is social media. Sure. You know, the computer age. It's just a different world, and it's become very difficult. Um, but you have to study it. And if you study it, you can still have a lead in what you can do. So that's another thing is, is constantly having, you know, a, a mindset that you can continue to learn. If you don't have that mindset Boom. that you think you know everything. Growth mindset, man. You're, you're going to fail. So Powerful. No, that's powerful. I love what you said, even with, you know, respecting the, the, the emerging generation, the younger generation. I said, we're at an age now where you should have mentors with great experience either similar or older than you but also we need younger mentors as well because they're growing up in the tech age they're actually the ones that are creating things that they want to to experience and buy so <clears throat> the older we get the more we're going to be catering to to younger crowds as well and if we don't have a clue what their what, what their interests are yeah yeah we, we might want to go to them <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm saying you know right now my brand gaspari nutrition is a younger demographic you know it's kids 18 to you know 25 so awesome. I'm, I'm this old you know 50 year old guy they're not you know i got to get them to listen to me you know i mean i've got a lot of experience but a lot of the young kids there they're following you know the if you know about now there's a lot of influencers out there oh god and they're, yeah. and they're following these kids that oh, man. you know they have a great build but they really don't know what they're doing and yep. but you know what i've done is you know with my company we build what's called an affiliate program i have I have over 900 athletes that work for the company. Nice. And, and, and these people, what they do is they contribute to the brand. We use them for marketing. Sure. They, they help, you know, it's like we help them. They help us. We have like a top 50 of younger, you know, upcoming athletes that work for us in the brand. Nice. They're out there pushing the brand, selling the brand. Um, and now it's like, you know, I'm their, their mentor. You That's know what I'm fantastic. Saying? So, you know, but then the younger generation listens to these guys. That's right. But then they're saying, who's telling them what to do? It's me. It's so now that's how, that's how I, I want to become like the godfather of, you Bruh. know, of this, of this. Well, you industry. know how we do in Jersey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, 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 you rightly positioned, man. Um, it, like I said, I, I can imagine that the business, like you said, have taken a lot of evolutions. I, I want to get in like, so what, what has been, maybe some of the hardest thing that you've had to overcome, right? Like we talk about adversity. We know adversity builds character. You know, what What was either the darkest moment and who was the people that pieced you together? I think we all have these, you know, I have a positive mindset. I have the mind of an overcomer, but also know that, man, I got shipwrecked before. And if I didn't have this faith, my wife. So, you know, maybe, maybe share with us one experience that you've had, whether as a business owner, as an athlete, that was, man, what the heck? And who was there and how do you piece yourself together as a businessman to find solutions and peace? Well, you know, one of them is having faith in God. Um, 
when you have those darkest moments and having a family, you know, having family, you know, when I told you I got injured from bodybuilding, yeah. I was on top of the world, driving Porsches, traveling the world. When I got injured, I didn't have any more money. I, you know, it was not, yeah. the money income wasn't coming in. I was living high on a horse. And what happened to me is I, I went into bankruptcy, personal bankruptcy. Yeah. I had to move back into my parents' house at 30 and Man. start over again. You know, from being this great athlete that I was 20 years old, 10 years, and then I went into bankruptcy, and that's where, you know, I started Gasparian Nutrition. So that was a dark moment. Yeah. And I was working out of a basement, you know, my parents' basement, and Man. saying, you know what, I'm going to make this work. Humble beginnings. It's, and, and it's going to work, and no matter what. And I was going place to place to place. Now, as the, you know, it was funny, when I first did this, I was going to these shows, and there, you know, people are seeing Rich Gasparri, the former athlete, and I'm sitting behind my booth, mm -hmm. you know, pushing my my stuff. Yeah. And people are like, oh, poor, look at poor Rich Gasparri. You know, what he's doing now, he's sitting there trying to yeah. know, push his products. It's, it's for real. It's <laughs> like when you first leave the league, you know, yeah. you, you become an outsider. It's yeah. like you, you lose the locker room. So when you're not in the game, per se, you have to deal with that period of, you know, who am I? Is, is this... You know, do I still get the same measure of value and worth? Yeah. But the reality is you're creating something that's far more lasting. It's, it is far more lasting. And you know what happened is like, this is, this is a place where I see athletes have difficulty. Because, you know, no matter any great athlete, you know that eventually there's, a, there's an end. Ding, to, ding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they have to figure out where they're going to transition from that point to the next part of their life and a lot of times they, they have such difficulty they get into using drugs and they, they lose Pain. they lose everything and they just can't figure out what to do you know and i said earlier a lot of the attributes that i had in you know bodybuilding was this positive mindset you know planning yeah you know any business you have to plan you have to work you have to have a positive mindset you got to go in with a passion there and that's go. what i did as a sport and i did it but even though like i did go through like i said that dark hey. moment yeah I did have family and that's and that was something Huge. really good. I had my community and my family helped me out a lot. My dad and mom were there supporting me when I was in the basement. And yeah. when I was in the basement, I was on a table and I was selling creatine back then and I would buy barrels of powder of creatine and I had that on this table. And, and now that's not actually how you're supposed to do things. <laughs> but I was, I was, I was making these cans. And what I did is I took all the kids out of the neighborhood. Yeah. And I started an assembly line. I was paying all these kids. So I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. So, so I, had, I had like five kids. You know, one kid was pouring it. The other kid was weighing it. The other kid was putting the label. The other <laughs> yeah. kid. So I had, I had this like assembly line of making we'll product. For these kids. They need a purpose. Okay. They need no, a purpose. But, but I did pay them. And it's Fantastic. funny. They came to me. You know, because this is 25 years ago they came to me actually these kids now are they're your age probably yeah, yeah, they're and, they're, and they're like coming to me you know i learned a lot from you that was so cool you had me do that <laughs> you know i was paying them like five bucks an hour and like no doubt. You know, gave him cash but That's i was good money. Know, but i was doing i was doing it to like i wanted to get this business take off and i wanted instead of giving it to a manufacturer who's going to charge me more money i did it myself i love and I, it and i ended up making more profit and i started going gym to gym to gym here's what was really like humbling I had a 911 Porsche, you know, it was really cool as that bodybuilder driving around the gyms. I sold my Porsche and I got a, a Aerostar minivan and I lettered it up. Ooh. That's all I had, you know, like I told you. <laughs> and I'm driving a minivan yeah. in my 30s, 
with my products going gym to gym to gym to store to gym. Bro, this and, is what and, I'm talking and, about. And, and, and that's humbling because you got people rejecting you. Yeah. You think they're like, when I was the athlete, I was the cool guy. But now I'm the guy trying to sell them something. Out of the and, minivan. And they're kicking me out of their place to do that. And, and, you know, it is. You get a lot of doors slammed on you. And that's where, you know, you're sitting there and saying, you know what? I just got to keep doing this. And yeah. I'll, I'll make it through. The power of perseverance and persistence and perseverance, right? And, I, like, that, to me, that's what this, this platform is about. Because, you know, when you, when you do achieve something, you know, a measure of success, we often forget the moments of humiliation that actually that it takes to start in a sound place. Like, you know what? It's, it's, it's me, it's, it's, it's the family, and the people that believe in me at this moment, and we're going to build something. Um, you know, setting that strategic plan and, 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 and taking step-by-step, step, enduring rejection. This is what it takes to do something significant. And, um, man, like, like I said, when you talk about longevity, there's very few who can kind of measure up. Now, I, I, I want to get into the, uh, like, just, I got to, like, I can't, this is almost like, I can't not ask. You know, steroids is the major topic and has been within your in your industry. And I honestly, I didn't look up anything. Yeah. Like, for what was your experience like? Were you were you a clean athlete in your prime years? Um, you know, what was your experience seeing other af you know other bodybuilders knowing that this you know like I can imagine in the eighties is like yes. Well, here, here, here here's the thing about steroids. I mean, I'm not gonna say I, no, I haven't no, no, used no. them because the part of the sport was we did use steroids. What the thing is, is people don't understand, it, you know, steroids have been demonized for the fact that they think that um, what they do is they can build a champion. They don't build a champion. Still, what steroids do is they prevent your body, um, it, they help recovery. Okay. So, so yeah, you're, able to, you're, you're able to eat, you know, more, build muscle, yeah. recover easier. And, and the thing is, is in that level, you you end up taking, you do what yeah, you have to do to yeah. compete in that level. The thing is, is what we did back then, steroids weren't illegal, by the way. They, gotcha. weren't, they weren't illegal. So you we, can, you fair can get, game, baby. So you can get some. <laughs> no, you can get. I mean, because back then, the NFL, NFL used them, baseball used them. By, so everybody facts. used them back in the 80s. Facts, facts, facts. You know, I've been off steroids for many years. I, I do go to a doctor. Yeah. And, you know, what TRT is. Um, after is, that, it, is that another hormone? It's, that, it's actually or? testosterone that I get administered by a doctor okay. that checks my blood levels Got it. to make sure that everything is healthy Excellent. and but keep me in a normal range and that, and that's how I do it but it. I you know back then it was more about what I can take to get myself to get to the next level but today it's a different whole different level I don't even know what the bodybuilders take today, unfortunately. There's a lot of stuff that they take, and so it's, it's at a whole nother level. And, and I totally understand the mindset, so the goal is not to demonize. I think once, once the conversation becomes a conversation yeah. and there's ethics and, and et cetera, you have people who are clean, you know, quote-unquote clean athletes. Nobody, and, nobody in the professional level it was clean in that level. I'm, just, I'm gonna be honest, from Arnold Schwarzenegger on, they've all used, you know, yeah. they've all used steroids. It's part of the sport. I, you know, it's funny because it was really put to the point that they, it was at the level of like using cocaine and heroin and, and it's not at that level. Facts. And, and today I see a lot more education on what's called, I don't know if you see them, they're all over the place now, these hormonal clinics that are opening oh, yeah. up and that's doctors that administer testosterone, HGH. Yeah. And, and you hear about that because 
when you age, what happens to you is your natural testosterone levels go down. Yeah. It causes you to go into depression. You start gaining belly fat. All these things that happen to you now. If you can keep that's where this is coming from, huh, baby. <laughs> well, 40, if forty-two in the building, I'm like, huh? Age forty is what it happens. <laughs> and if there is a way to just keep you at a normal level, yeah. not not crazy ten times. No, I got no, you, bro. Just where you are at a normal total testosterone, a free testosterone level. Sure. Really, it's actually a healthy level. I mean, guys like Sylvester Stallone, you know, says he takes, you know, testosterone. Yeah, yeah. And he's 77, 76, 77 years old. It's and a, he swears by it. testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't. I, but, I don't. Said, I don't there's see. healthy. There, there's this. There's the healthy approach. And yes. Then now you talk about the, the, the conversation versus the demonizing. Meaning like, and I think at the end of the day is when you're in competition, when every when the when the playing field isn't level, then it can be a ethics issue, right? It's yeah. like, you know, if, if everybody doesn't have access, if everybody not comfortable with the terms, that's true. Then then you know, of course, in the sport, yeah, I'm like, listen, you know, I had this part of what made me a great athlete was my 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 crazy belief, and it, it became a hindrance as I got older. But I believed that I had everything I needed within my body to be a dynamic athlete, so I never took supplements. But it it was like that thinking gave me this mental edge in my mind. Mm -hmm. But as I got older, even you know, even as a young man, like you're 28, 29, you start noticing differences in your body. Yeah. You don't recover as fast, even at that age. You need the supplements, you need the nutrition. When you you're in your early 20s, it, you can say that. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but as you age, what happens is, is your body goes through deficiencies. I, I'm a firm believer, you cannot eat, you cannot get all supplements just from foods alone. It's very difficult because not everybody eats perfectly. No. Not everybody eats all the food pyramid. Sure. So if you're able to take in, you know, a natural fiber, yeah. a greens and reds. Good. You know, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, multivitamins, which, I, you know, I'm going to get you some vitamins to get you. <laughs> Listen, bro, I'm here <laughs> for it, bro. I'm amazing. I'm feeling good, but amazing. But keep you healthy. But, yeah. you know, and the, and the whole thing about steroids, it's like, you know, I, I believe that if anything is monitored by a physician, it could be you know it, it it's it's okay now have some for fun. athletes that are competing that you know are drug tested then of course you know no, that, you, then yeah, it's, don't, don't be a buster yeah. but, but, but if you're but if you're in a sport where everybody's using it and you're trying to keep up with yeah. the joneses you're doing what you have to do yeah that's what i call about you know like learn the rules of the game and play to win right if the rules of the game and this is what where we're at and everybody's comfortable with that that's the rules of the game. Play yeah, to win. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's really with, with the competitors. That's how it is in business. And ultimately, you know, that's why I'm not of the adage of, you know, um, you know, everybody, every, people have different advantages, right? It's like, hey, you know, you're, you're a Jersey guy. You had to create a lot of different opportunities, whether it was in, in business. You know, that's, your business started out of the garage. Your, 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 your uh, bodybuilding it started from a kid who saw, who saw, who saw these images like, I want to do that. Some people, like I said, our kids, they're going to start from a different playing field. They have a lot more experience. That's an advantage, right? Yeah. We didn't have all those advantages, right? So, there's, so I, But I don't get upset about that for some kid who's 10 generations deep in wealth and business experience. I, I learn the rules of the game and I play to win. And that's how you position yourself, have a great attitude, positive mindset, and you find a way to get great done. Um, I think my the, the, the last thing that I really want to kind of like get your your thoughts on is you know like what's you you already alluded to it the the shifts and changes in in business and within your industry i i look at them you know it's like all the information is coming on the phone these days you know 
Is there something that you would foresee to be a next trend? I know you talked about the, uh, you know, of providing lines for your age groups. You know, what's the next thing in the future for Gasparri Nutrition and maybe what your insights are within business and your industry? It's, it's constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. I mean, the <laughs> the amount of information. I mean, this is the information age, as you, as you know. I mean, Google, before, you know, before Google, you know, you're sitting there trying to find out about things and you just have to go into your encyclopedia. Encyclopedia, man. I don't remember Encyclopedia <laughs> you, Britannica, so you still, bro. You still remember that, I'm you know? Encyclopedia. <laughs> I, I miss it. I'm like, because yeah. I go on the internet, I get, I get lost. I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, what happened? I didn't go to a library, bro. I'm like, yeah. find six good, credible sources. Yeah. Nowadays, you got to sift through web, you know, web pages. And, 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 and there's good information and there's bad information. That's the only, yeah. there's a lot of information, but the thing is, is to decipher the good from the bad. There you go. And, and, and that becomes difficult. You know, I try to, with my reputation of being in so many years, yeah. 25 years I've had my company, you know, with that Damn, reputation, I, I believe that, you know, I'm credible to, you know, the, what I what I know and what I've done now is like yourself, we have a podcast called Fitness, Fame and Fortune. I, I look at guys that after their sport or sure. what they've done, which I'd love to get you on because you have me on. Let's go, bro. going to get you on my show. But anyways, it's all about, you know, how can you transition from being that athlete to go into the next level? And That's what we're talking about. I was able to do that with the podcast that we do. But I want to provide information, accurate Excellent. information. And that's what I've been doing. I've been putting it out, you know, on ingredients. Because, you know, one thing I learned is, you know, one of my men my mentor was Joe Weider. Joe Weider is the one who basically started the whole sport. He brought he brought um, Arnold Schwarzenegger to the United States. You know, he it's passed on. Crazy. He passed on, I don't know, many years ago. Like yeah. 10, 15 years I ago. I know the name. Trust yeah, me. yeah. Joe Weider is the, the man. Yeah. He started the IFBB. He started the Olympia. Anyways, God. that was a guy... And I remember like he had a magazine and every month he would be like, how to build your biceps. So mm. I go to Joe, it's like, he had the same article with just different athletes saying how to build your, how to build your biceps. Yeah. He goes, every year there's a new generation of people coming that don't know, you know, that That's guy. That's so true. And, then, and it's like re-educating. It's so, so true. So even though it's the same information, you're just giving it out over. Evergreen. Every over and over and over. And I was like, I, you know, it was my, I was thinking about, he's right. Because, you know, I was this kid reading the magazines to learn how to build my biceps or how to build my chest. And then 10 years later, there's another new kid, you know, how to do thing. it with a new, in the same thing. And it's the same information yeah. that's out there. So I want to be a provider of accurate information. You know, it's, it's something I've been doing for so many years. So I, I put it out there, you know, my posts talk about certain ingredients and a lot of times it's not about me pushing my brand it's about me just providing information if you can provide information you're more credible source yeah the income will come you know whether it's you know how to train properly excellent or what certain ingredients do or how to eat properly i i think providing information you know free yeah. you'll get back tenfold by people listening to you as an authority Man, you, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. You know, it's great to see more people in the position of understanding that when you give, you know, you know, like everybody's in the take. What can I get? And um, you know, when you're in that position to give, you're delivering value that automatically returns to you. So you, you hit that, you hit that on the head. And I really love what you talk about. You are not just an authority. You know, I, it's 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 always precious to me when I look at. I, I love the idea of a pioneer because you know. It really speaks to the passion, right? At the end of the day, um, in that era, there wasn't all the gain. It was, it was, it was pure passion, interest. You identifying with something, seeing yourself doing it, pursuing a vision, 
and and, it, and you made this work and, and maximize it at every level. So, number one, I just want to salute you um, as a Jersey guy. I'm you know even more so uh, as probably the most accomplished um, person within your within your field as a pioneer, Hall of Fame. I'm like. First of all, you got to take me to Muscle Beach. I've never been there. <laughs> never been there. Never been there, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Muscle Beach is no, cool. <laughs> but, um, no, but even more so, man, just, just, just thank you for that continued 25 years in business. Most people don't do anything significant for that long. So continue to wish you the best. Thanks for catching the moment with me, man. And just share with us real quick where we can find more August Barry Nutrition and um, ultimately, you know, just the handle so we can get the information, make sure we're well, supporting. Well, you can get me on social media at Rich Gasparri on Instagram. Excellent. Uh, I just started TikTok, which is a new, another, oh, another one. Oh, there it is. So Rich, Rich Gasparri 88, you can go to TikTok, um, Facebook. But my brand, you can go to uh, GasparriNutrition.com so, and GasparriAgeless.com. GasparriAgeless. Listen, man, so... Bro, I'm super excited, man. This was a ton of value. I hope everybody heard everything that my man Rich was talking about. He's talking about transition. He's talking about how to how to have longevity. He's talking about reinvention, staying with the times. There's does that will basically position you for every pursuit that you have. Whether you're an athlete, whether you're a business owner, whether you're an executive, he's positioning you to get great done. And that's how you catch the moment. So make sure you tune in with us week by week. Check that drop. Rich Kaspari, David Tyree signing out.